Yeah, Jerry Dewey is over. And uh, they found the guy not guilty, which is what I agreed with. And as soon as it's over, you look up everything online that you weren't supposed to. And I know I could have done it beforehand. And it's just, no matter what, you're always depressed. It's just, I don't really know where I'm going with this other than there should be no government agencies for anything because everything's a failure. And the amount of money spent on all these things, just make food free. Just get rid of all police helicopters and police. Just make food free. I think it would cost the same amount. Oh, yeah. No, no I – you... for food and just no cops. <laughs> it's, it's, so, um, it's so nuts what people do and don't consider uh, what I would think is a human right is the uh, ability to, uh, like, just go with the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know? Food, yes, that's... water, oh, shelter. God. And then the top one you pay for. How about that? The top part of the pyramid you pay for. Shouldn't it be the exact opposite? You pay for the, what the, the, like the fun stuff. You pay for baseball games and like, oh, okay. you know, your, pornography okay, or whatever. Yeah, 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 I understand. I, I apologize. Yes. Yeah, do that. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Um, but, but we should have uh, free food and shelter. That's, that's just a given. We could do it and we, it, why not? Some, a piece I've been sitting on forever, but I don't know like really where I'm going with it is, uh, just if you're going to run a campaign, two things that should be human rights, and they're diapers and dental care, and that's it. Just make all I dental care free and all diapers free. Because no one that's in a diaper really wants to be in a diaper, even if it's that, even if that's your fetish, like, fine. <laughs> yeah, all right, we're going to have all these welfare queens out there that are into diaper <laughs> fetishes, uh, just picking up their free diapers and having sex in them every but, single wait. day. And that's fine. Good for you. I don't care. But just make the diapers free because as soon as you can be out of a diaper, you're going to be out of a diaper. At some point. Yeah, the two people that need diapers the most are infant babies and elderly people. No no one wants to be in that diaper. Do you think babies want to? I mean, I don't know. Do Do they want to be like, get me out of this thing? Are they like, this is kind of a nice little secure package I got going on? Out of it. Now, I, I've never had a baby, so I wouldn't know. At least when it comes to well, food, yeah. Once you understand. once you shit in it, yeah, of course. But like, just, that, that's that's not that, everyone. There's a pre-shitting. That's <laughs> so they not everyone. Be we just talked about the fetish people. I know, but babies don't have fetishes. You don't know that. You're not a parent. Are, okay, then I guess that's what I'm asking. So why would they want to be out of the diaper if they have the fetish for the diaper? Not every baby has the fetish. <laughs> I think you they do. Fool. <laughs> so that's that. So that's the difference of a Republican and a Democrat. You think yes, it's a choice, and I think you're born this way. <laughs> I think you're born a, a diaper fetishist. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, trials are stupid, and there was a subway yeah. near it, and like there, and like I had to get back in to whatever by whatever and it was the only place I could go to. So I had So they don't feed you for the for the jury no, duty. They don't no. get like give you a snack? No, no snacks or anything like that. So that seems like was, that's a problem. They should feed you. You can't decide things impartially on an empty stomach. They give you seven dollars if your work is covering it and fifty seven dollars a day if your work is not covering it. No matter what, that's way below minimum wage anyways. No shit. So yeah, that's crazy. It's a great process. So everyone's just mad the whole time, no matter what side you're on. You're just like, fuck this. I don't want to 
I guess they do that because they don't want you to drag it out more. Because if it was like nice, you I don't fake delivery. Boy, I don't know why they do? Yeah, that. it does feel like it's just enough money to where the pain is the point kind of thing. Like like tipping yeah. a quarter, you know, like. Yeah, I, I, I'm not doing it to give you money. I'm doing it to say fuck off. Like that's the purpose yeah. of this. But wouldn't um, you so want you make a hundred bucks? It's nice. Wouldn't you want it to be on your side, no matter what side you're on? Like, regardless of what you want the outcome to be, shouldn't you be like super nice to those people that make it good? I don't know what their end goal is, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't know if they if they care or if they maybe even want you to be angry. I don't know. I'm not sure what the courts want. <laughs> I thought you did. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I, but maybe what if they wanted you to be angry and vindictive and, and more likely to, uh, you know, find someone guilty? What if that's what they were after? Because then they're they're financially incentivized to lock people up, et cetera, and all that stuff. It doesn't make any sense. Cause it could just, if anything, it just strengthens your opinion. So I think it's a, I think it's a wash is what I'm saying. You don't think that if you're a little hungry, hangry even, um, that you might be more like, yeah, fuck this guy, and then we put him in jail. If I'm if I'm going to be unhappy, I'm making him unhappy. Or it's the exact opposite. You know, fuck these cops for making me be here. They should have never arrested this guy. Yeah, but okay. How the vast majority of people don't dislike the police like you do. You know what? That was eye opening to me. Isn't it crazy? Because I don't like them. It's but it's like fucking gnarly. Every, everyone thinks they're rad. I'm like, I don't get it. This is not cool. <laughs> I, I I feel so dumb being like, I really wish you guys listened to Rage Against the Machine when you were 12 years old because maybe you feel <laughs> a little bit differently. I mean, I, I uh, did you watch um, the the telemarketers documentary? Have we talked about that? Yeah, yeah. We have not talked that, about it. But that, yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those where it's like I know that's not gonna be like a widespread common thing that everybody watches, but they should and it's a great way to like slip in the medicine of fuck the cops with a uh like a, a, a an engaging documentary story. More people should be watching it, that's all. Agreed. I, I'm glad that we're doing work for HBO during the strike. I don't understand why just because someone is wearing a certain outfit, they are a certain thing. Because there's fucking costume shops, man. I could just go and wear whatever I want. I could go wear a lab coat tomorrow to, to anything I want. And, and that doesn't make me a fucking lab technician. I could do the same. Exactly. With, no. Going, I, I completely you know, agree. And it's like, be, because I'm wearing a diaper does not make me a diaper fetishist. It's not, it's not no, how it's it because works. you shat in the diaper and you don't want to take it off because you shat in the diaper. That's what makes you a di- And that's fine. No one's against it, it, that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Same page. Okay, great. Anyway, the the way it was going, the obviously it's over. There was a verdict, blah, blah, 12 to 0. That's how you have to do it. When we did the first vote, it was 6 to 6. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is never going to end. And it was uh, six white women on one side. And then others, the other six were the other others. people, including me. And it's like, oh fuck, all these stereotypes are coming true. It's not good. This is why certain. This is why Hillary lost. Like it's not. It's infuriating. But uh, yeah, that's all. I can I'm think sure about you're not allowed for, to talk details, but like, what, no, I it, think I, I am now. 
Oh, okay, now you can do whatever. So you you said you looked yeah. up all the information after you left the jury, after the case yeah. was, uh, trial was finished. Did were you then after you saw that be like, oh boy, I did the wrong thing? No, I definitely did not think I did the wrong thing. I think that the the guy that they okay, so here's what happens. Dude is okay. DC, essentially DC, Maryland, Virginia, right? PG County is just outside of DC. These PG County officers uh, had a call that there was a theft, um, and to find a uh, navy blue Toyota Rav4. Uh, they found a gray Mercedes Benz uh, SUV, which you know uh, doesn't look anything like a Toyota Rav4 whatsoever. Um, they realize that during the call, the guy's like, oh, it's clearly not the car. The guy in the helicopter goes, stay with him for no fucking reason. Uh, the guy in the helicopter is not a, uh, a – he's not above the guy chasing the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, Chase, whatever, goes for five miles. The guy crashes in southeast, which is part of D.C. It's no longer Prince George's County's jurisdiction or whatever, blah, 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 blah. The guy crashes into, like, a pole, maybe. We don't need to see dash cam videos because the guy's dash cam is off the entire time. Uh, there's a – after the guy's hard crashes, he runs a block, and then they say he drops a gun and then picks up the gun, and they all run for another, like, a block, half block, and then he throws a gun onto a, a roof, and they find the gun 50 minutes later. And the whole crime is a possession case, right? Does he have possession – and the type of gun it was wouldn't make it uh, even worse felony in D.C. because it could hold more than 10 rounds, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we never see the guy holding a gun, even though the guys are supposed to be wearing dash cam. The main cop's dash cam, sorry, not dash cam, body cam, he's got the camera off and then on and then off and then on. He just doesn't have it on consistently. Uh, we find yeah. out that the cop is driving with a lady in the car, and we never find out why there's a lady in the passenger seat. We never hear okay. from the lady. There's just a, a mysterious lady in the car. Um, also, the roof is a two-story roof, and he's throwing from an alley 60 feet away. So this dude is throwing a pass that, like, literally none of us could do. He's, like, he's Yeah, he's Mahomesing this shit. Yeah. He's Mahomesing this shit after being in a car crash over his head, and there's zero footage of him throwing the gun or holding a gun or whatever. We should save all the time and money by saying, like, if you don't have your body cam on, the guy gets away. Agreed. That's it. So End of story. So for fucking six hours That's why they're of there. goddamn <laughs> jury deliberation, the whole impetus is on the government to prove that this guy did. I'm like, I'm just, like, fucking realizing this is why logic doesn't always end. I'm like, there's no fucking footage, and they have access to all the cameras. If they don't show us the footage, it doesn't matter. And they're like, well, there's DNA. And I'm like, but there's no fucking <laughs> fingerprints. And DNA transfers, and you saw the cop touch the inside of the bag and the bag and all those other, blah, blah, blah. Like, DNA doesn't mean a fucking thing. It, uh, it's, it's logically, you can't throw a gun that way. It's not possible. I've yeah, tried no, to throw many like guns on shit. many roofs. Sorry. <laughs> you should, listen, I don't, I don't know why you're not right now going to law school. You should become a lawyer and just be like a, a really, exasperated trial lawyer that's just like, you fucking idiots! Are you kidding me? <laughs> just a real... Actually, like, I, had a, <laughs> I had a trial like that, and they dismissed it, like, an hour after they started the case, because the lawyer's like, just watch the video! That's it! And, like, they're like, well, we need to take a recess here. And they did, and it was like, <laughs> we're jerks. It could they, be that simple. 
it's, that's why it's so frustrating. And you know what? TV never shows us that lawyer where it's just like a, a guy that's just like, you've got to be kidding me. Come on. Look, simple. So the thing, I see the video, it's over. The public defender was great because she, they're both, the, the government was so bad. I already told you about this. They're, they thought, we all thought she was going to vomit in her mouth. It was great. Um, yeah. The, the public defender though kept opening questions against the cops. It was like, let's talk about how you're a liar. And then the judge would be like, you yeah. can't do that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and apparently I didn't know this was what was going on, which I, fucking love every single woman in every single white woman in the jury which there were six of did not like when the white lady was telling the cop that he was a liar interesting that was fucking eye-opening not i mean one that, the, there's yeah that's weird not one of the six white women liked the public defender lawyer who's a white woman as well i found that fucking fascinating it's a, a a bunch of it's you know yeah everyone's everyone's against each other. Hey, you're a threat to me then, right? Is that the the psychology? What is this? I have no idea. Like I'm genuinely confused because I thought she was great and she had her shit together and incredibly thorough and was w- trying way too fucking hard because she's like a young public defender, right? Like she still has hope and shit. Yeah. But not one white woman wanted to believe that a cop could possibly lie or get something wrong and then do something. At, like and try to cover it up, not like a nefarious way, but just like accidentally covering shit up. You know what I mean? I mean, do you think that there's there's just this element of it that's just like, just I don't ever want to know if the thing that we trust all the time is fake. I don't want to know that. I oh, don't ever want to yeah, think about 100%. it. One hundred percent. Like I was legit shocked. You went to Catholic school too, didn't you? Yeah. I was legit shocked. When we gra- when I graduated high school, and like ten years later, I found out that like people I graduated high school with like are still Catholic or like still go to church and like believe that shit. I was fucking my mind was blown, which makes you me think- a goddamn idiot. I mean, okay, so do you think that because of the um, the like quote unquote facts about like what the Bible is and religion, et cetera, or do you think that because it's like the uh, the way the Catholic Church operates? and how they have a history of uh, pedophilia and then hiding the pedophiles, and then people see that, and then they still don't care? Or is it, is it like all a scripture reason or a structural reason? Okay. Both. Obvi- yeah. Obviously. When I was like, I'd say before 16, before 15, it was definitely the scripture. And then once all that stuff that we all joked about was like, oh, no, it's real. It was it was double. It was that both of it. But then – I'm the hypocrite that's like, fuck football, Penn State's horrible. And I'm like, well, the Bears are on. i got to watch the game. You know what I mean? So, like, I know I'm yeah. a fucking asshole. I know I'm wrong. But there, I think there are, I mean, maybe this is just excuse-making and rationalizing, but there's degrees of how furious one thing is versus the other. You know, like, I would say that the Catholic Church is putting more uh, evil into the world than the NFL. It's maybe a close race. But I but I think that it's enough that it's like, well, I can do one but not the other. And I rationalize it for me. I The thing is, I, I'm way too hard on the Catholic Church. They do it. They actually still, I believe that they do a ton of good, too. But it's it's super hard for me to give them the benefit of the doubt the same way these women give the benefit of the doubt to the cops. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's, I don't know. They, it, a lot of the times people just don't want to, like, consider 
the alternative to like things functioning smoothly. Cause it's yeah. scary and it's, you know, I get it. I, that's relatable and understandable. I'm sure there are those parts of my belief system in my life that I, that I do. Um, maybe okay, I don't know what they are, but let's go. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. I mean, yeah, I like the NFL, obviously. Um, the brain damage factory and the, uh, you know, the, the place that will punish you more for gambling than for sexual assault. Yeah, the, it's a horrible uh, institution. It's a bad place. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I like that's awful? I don't know. Like, I still listen to music, I guess, by people that I'm like, oh, be like, oh, yeah. I know there's like a million stories about like everybody from basically the 60s or 70s being a sex criminal. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I still like Bowie or whatever. <laughs> or like Zeppelin. Well, the, I don't know. Honestly, the, the Bowie one is totally, I know it sounds like I'm definitely qualifying. The Bowie one does not bother me in the least. I don't even know what the, I just know there's like a million stories about everybody, but maybe he's, maybe he was one of the good ones. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good one. I'm just saying the Bowie one doesn't bother me because that was consensual. And it, and even to this day, the lady's like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> That's why. Hey, it was awesome. If it, if it's awesome, does it really count? That's not a question yeah, for me that, to answer. Yeah. It's for that lady to answer. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, I don't, I don't know who she is even, so I don't know what, uh, I guess, I guess we're supposed to, to trust that I'll, and I'll go with it, but I'm sure there's a lot of other people that don't have that same story. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's, I don't know. That's a big blind spot, but I can, I think I do draw the line for, um, comedy people where it's like, if you're a piece of shit, I don't want to ever hear you speak again. And if you're a musician, oh, yeah. I can separate it because it's music, and that's it. The music one is also harder to always keep track of because it seems to be uh, – that's a good question. What it, it, I think it's a wash. But what industry do you think is better at protecting creeps? Um, between comedy and music? Yeah, I, I literally can't tell you. I don't know. I think I think historically speaking – Music has a longer resume for this. Is that just because there's more musicians? Yeah, part partially, and there's there's more big money behind it for a longer amount of time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I would say probably music in that in that way. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, but it may be getting better. I don't know. <laughs> that's what I looked up because we only know the officers' names and blah blah. The the reason why the guy's charge would have been harsher is because he served three years in jail for rape. And he oh, he has already served three years in jail yeah, for that. Twenty fourteen okay. through twenty seventeen. Yes. Well, that's not great. That, but hey, no. but it's unrelated. Exactly, but it's still like God damn it. Sure. You don't, yeah. There's, no. There's no winners in all of it. You're just fucking no. bummed out no matter what. It's almost like uh, being human is a complicated experience. <laughs> Someone should write a book about this. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> I still stand by, like, it's it's not physically possible to throw a gun that way. So, like, no matter what, I, it's not possible. And also we saw no footage. So I'm not like, oh, no. 
we did the wrong thing. And she's like, everyone's wasting everyone's fucking time. Everyone yeah. here involved. No, it, it, it really sounds like it. Um, they, uh, it's like clearly like he didn't do it if they didn't have the video. Cause it's like, why, why didn't he have the video? Um, you're clearly hiding it. You planted the gun. We know. We all, we know we don't trust you. It's happened a billion times. We get it. But they should add a gun throwing contest into punt, pass, and kick. It's not complicated. You just put a it's, roof in the middle of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put a roof in the middle of the thing and th- just have them throw one. If you're able to throw a gun in the AT&T Stadium and hit the scoreboard, you threw the gun. Yeah. It's like instead of like police lineups, they, they make everyone, uh, they incentivize throwing a gun. They're like, I'll give you, you know, give you a million bucks if you can throw this gun across the roof of this building. And then, uh, like, you're not getting a million bucks. This was just to see if it could happen. And then to jail. You did that. Yeah, yeah. You did it. That's a fun one. That's fun. Yeah. I hope that does happen. Well, the, the legal system does not have enough, uh, games and contests and jokes and things like that. It, it, should, it should be far more like rock and jock uh, baseball. What was your? Did you prefer rock and jock softball or basketball? Um, I don't. I, I they're all so fuzzy in my memory that I don't really remember the diff. But I think they were both pretty damn great. I don't remember I too much. I remember I, dizzy bat. They did dizzy bat, but that's it. I think the softball game was a better television product, but I wanted to play the basketball one more. Who had the better celebs? They're about even. Okay. Which one did Dan Cortez participate in? Both? Both. Yeah, because he was MTV Sports. Okay. Well, then, I, is, I, I have a common phrase that I use every single day of my life, but if Dan Cortez is there, I like it. Yep. That makes we me love happy. you, Dan. I knew if, what if, you if were Dan Cortez say, listening. still made me happy. <laughs> Sometimes it's, you, you lay the tracks. And you see the train's light, you hear the you hear the whistle blowing, and you just you just want to see a train. <laughs> yeah, like a small child. Yeah, <laughs> trains and boats. I still I still marvel at them. I want to get a boat, dude. You know anybody that has a has a boat? You don't want to get a boat. Nobody wants to get a boat. I don't. Know. I I want to get a boat. There's a boat that's twenty five thousand dollars, but sails up and down the Potomac, and it's like for nineteen sixty four or something. It looks awesome. And in all the pictures, it's full of all the coolers and stuff are just full of beer. Yeah, what you want is well, beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's very. It's a. This is. This is always a clear cut diagnosis. You just want beer. You don't need a boat. <laughs> I've never even really been on a boat. I like. I've been on a cruise ship, but I've never like sailed a boat. You know what I mean? I've never I sailed, done, a, sailed a boat. No. I've never done the most board, like the most basic boating things. Yet I want to Staten Island Ferry, yeah. Yeah. What I, I, yeah, I did a fishing. I went on a fishing boat with my grandpa when I was a little kid. It was really fun. See, that's what I want to do. I've never it was done great. It. We, yeah, it was like a, it was like a, um, a large boat, a lot of people fishing on it, kind of thing, and everyone just like cast off the side of a boat, and I didn't catch shit, but a guy next to us caught a shark, which is pretty cool. Holy shit! That's amazing. Yeah, it was rad. Yeah, I gotta do that. I gotta catch a shark. Take a fishing trip, man. Go out. Um, you know what I, I, for a while, I don't know if this is still available, but I kinda wanted to do it if I lived on the East Coast. But, um, Dean Ween from the band Ween would private yeah. charter his fishing boat out and just take somebody out fishing with him. 
for like a couple hundred bucks. I don't know, but it's like go fishing with Dean Ween and hang out for the afternoon and like eat a eat a you know sandwich in a plastic bag and go fishing. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I don't know if that's still available. You should you should do it. I bet you guys would have a lot to talk about. I feel like I should fly you out so you could just do that with him, and you'd probably enjoy it more than me. Well, the thing is, is that I'm too much of a fan already to be like able to have a casual, normal human conversation. Whereas I think you could find things to talk about that wouldn't be like, oh, you know, your guitar solo on the Tear for Eddie. Uh, like, <laughs> I would, I would be too like, I, I would feel like I was wasting my hang if I didn't talk about stuff that I want to talk about about Ween, which is obviously the wrong choice. But oh I'm no, that's stupid, the right so choice. You're paying. No, you're paying him. You're he's your. Uh, you, he has to do whatever you say. He's got to he's, he's do it. It's maritime law. We're out in the open sea. He's no, like, no, it, no, the thing is, is that you, in, in my head, how it works is, is that there is a distinct line between fan and, uh, you know, artist or creator or whatever. And I feel like I should be on the side of the line that is like, yeah, we're both the same, right? And I'm not. <laughs> but And so I would then be on the other side and it's like, he would not be, we would not be able to like, I don't know, the, the relationship would not be like, we're two uh, peers, uh, instead of be like, you're a, you know, near 40 year old fan. <laughs> it's weird and sad. What's weirder and sadder, that or like a, a near 60 year old dude doing what he does? They're equally sad. Mine, mine's worse. <laughs> Are you nuts? Mine's worse. <laughs> I don't know, I think, I think we've talked about this. Like, being a musician, a lifer musician, is incredibly depressing to me. Yeah, it's not easy, that's for sure. Because even the happiest ones, there's still so much lost time. It's also, oh, there, uh, I've been thinking about this. What are the two best genres to age well into? The two, the two best? Yeah, like you could play it at 20 or 40 or 60 or 80 and like the whole time you're like, that sounds appropriate for your age. Um, I think that is, uh, changing with time, but country always makes the most sense to just be like, you can play country music when you're, you know, a teen and you can play it when you're a hundred and it, it sounds relatively the same and it sounds like it should be coming out of that person. Uh, I think you need to qualify it as more like Americana country and not modern country. Sure. Yeah. I guess I'm not saying honky tonk, badonka donk, uh, is going to age well. Um, coming from a 90 year old man. I think it's maybe more like what would, what age is bad? What looks bad when you do it, like as a, as a musical genre when you're an old guy? I don't know. I used to think almost all of them. And now I think that country definitely ages the best. I think shoegaze might be the second best. Okay. I get it. You don't have to move around. It's like, yeah, you, you you don't have to like put yourself out there too hard, you know? Yeah. Did you hear the new slow dive record? No. Good. It's really great. It's really, yeah. really good. And it's as good as it's like almost as good as your stuff from nineteen ninety three. Like that's super impressive, right? And then you're talking to me about the highs and I was like, God damn, that highs record is really great too. And their best work came out in like nineteen ninety nine. So that's not sad right now. And they they've aged like relatively well and like I don't think they seem goofy doing what they do in a way that isn't intentionally goofy. And Maybe I've always been wrong about all this stuff, and it's just, like, very few people to me are like that. 
Does that make sense? No, I I I, I very much agree, and, and I'm glad that you're open to the idea that hey, you can you can be wrong before and then uh, you know figure something out later. Oh, but like, there's lots of the things time. that suck when you get old. There's like like I I still go back and watch clip all the time of. I want to say 2015 Rock and Rio Motley Crue. And oh God, yeah. I I think that I I don't know the story and I don't want to know too much information about it, but like Vince Neil cannot sing the words uh, at all. Like he doesn't know what he's saying. It's gibberish, and I don't know if he thinks that it's like I'm in Brazil. No one knows the words, and people don't speak English anyway. I can just go. It's just. He's just doing noises, uh, and then that is, that looks bad, and you look like a an old uh, loser. Yeah. So it is possible. You it, can look terrible. It's weird that – not weird, but just – it's remarkable how bad Vince Neil is when you're talking about someone looking bad and looking old, and you don't even mention Mick Mark. <laughs> Who looks like a skeleton. Yeah, and he knows that. He's aware. Yeah. He gets it. Oh, He's kind of playing it up. He likes it. There was what we got. Rolling Stone. When's the last time you wrote a Rolling Stone? Uh, Rolling Stone, that's the uh, rock and roll magazine? Sure. They did an article about um, Jimmy Fallon last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't read it, okay. though, but hey, yeah. They're, they're only in print once a month now. It's very weird. Anyways. Um, I think it's in the newest issue or one of the newer ones about McMars and like the feud with Motley Crue and it's just it's depressing from every single angle. I bet I, th- th- it doesn't seem like they had a relationship built on love. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's, there's other things at play here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking shoegaze is the way to go. Shoegaze at 50 and 60 works. And so does Americana, obviously. But, yeah, I, I agree. I think I think you can get away with a lot. Like you're saying, the hives they get away with it. I think a lot of that's due to luck. You know, they're healthy. Um, you know, they still look good. You know what I mean? They don't like their their stick would look a little tired if like, oh, your front man is like uh, like looks old. He does not look old. You know? No, but he looks his age, and he's definitely bigger than he used to be, but not in a weird way. I'm just saying he couldn't be like gray haired and bald and look like He's, uh sure. Mr. Holland's opus. Okay, so if he looks like all of a sudden like Richard Dreyfus, the hive don't work as a band. Yes. I I would say I mean mm, I wouldn't wouldn't put all my money on it. I think they would maybe find a way to make it work, but like it definitely helps that he's he's kept like his looks. Yeah. I also think they didn't oversaturate the market. They don't. They only have like five records in a twenty-five-year career. Which is, you know what? That's the way to go. I think that's really the, the the answer for all this. I think it's the same with slow dive. It's don't release shit every two years and burn out and just suffocate your. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe obviously there's no right answer, and I'm an idiot for even thinking about this stuff. But I think about this stuff all the time. What's the right rate to do something? When is something done? I'm having a hard time explaining it to my kid, too. You're trying to teach your kid about how many Hives records should should there be? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the important shit. (laughs) 
I'm mostly just trying I to think, tell them, like, we're done with these Legos because it's time for bed. Yeah. And it's a, it's like, how do you know when something's done? But she also wanted to be like, it's Legos. You do whatever you want. Well, if you can do whatever you want, when is it done? I got to fucking go to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and so in this, the Legos are like uh, like Yola Tango or something, like a band that puts out a, a lot of records. They, you, hey, we can keep playing. Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? Uh, you release know what's new record? They're really fucking records. great. Yola Tango's records, I think, are just as good, if not better, yeah. than their early shit. So, so there's no right or wrong way for this. It's just personal, and it's about what your relationship is with your fan base, how close you are, how much they demand more, or how much they want more, or any of that stuff. When's the last time you listened to Yola Tango? That's none of your business. <laughs> Man, I don't know. So it's, I been watched, a, it's been a minute. It's been a while. I put them on, like, their most recent KXP thing. I think I put it on Saturday night. And it sounds so good. And they look so old. It's, so it's do you, would you rather not, you'd rather not see them? Does that make you feel better to not see them? No, not at all. I just think about the touring lifestyle between a 20, 30, 40, and 50-year-old and how Hopefully, dramatically different it is, but it's probably not. But I'll tell you this: it's at least easier for musicians than uh, people that do sketch comedy. <laughs> Looking old <laughs> is uh, not great. <laughs> it's people just get bummed the fuck out, and uh, you know you got to just find the find a clean exit. Have you thought about doing more stand up because of it to, to bum people out? Yes. At that 100%, that has crossed my mind because it's just like there are things that you can't do as a bald uh, guy. And one of them Other is than... to do little plays. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. How if I was already on? famous, then yeah, that would be fine. But I, I'm not already famous. Um, if people knew who I was, but they, I can't. I can't introduce someone to me and I look like this. And then also I'm asking them to... Uh, you know, I, I suspend their disbelief for my little sillies. It's just too much. It's a huge ask, and I, I can't get away with it. I, what was the thing you did stand up? Oh, I, I did it. Um, I think like once over the pandemic when it was like an outdoor backyard show. That was the last time I did it. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, fun. I had a good time. About, are you thinking about doing it more because of the strike too? Like, fuck it, I gotta get out and do something. No, the only reason that would play into it is if I, like, could uh, make money off of it. <laughs> and right. I don't think that's in the cards. But it's like, um, I I just don't, I, I, I think that stand-up comedy is one of the hardest things that can be done. And if you're good at it, that's almost a miracle. Because I think most people are very, very bad at it. And there's almost no great stand-up comedians, is my general belief. And I don't want to be someone that's just doing it because you think you should be doing it and you fucking suck. What about if it brings you joy? That's It's not about my joy. That's not at all what this is about. <laughs> you, is that irony, what you're saying right now? Because of I think, I think too, many, too many people that are in the comedy world are concerned about their own joy over uh, audiences' benefit. <laughs> Oh, I think no, that's I, genuinely I, I, a problem. I don't disagree, but I don't think it's any worse than music. I think music is worse. Maybe, but at least people can dance to that. I don't know. Like, that feels like it has no. more benefit, I guess. I don't think, no, I respectfully disagree. More people cannot dance to it. 
<laughs> you, you you're don't... taking the stance that more people can dance to stand-up comedy than music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure where you were clear. <laughs> and I just Perfect. don't think, uh, I just don't think that it's the amount of time it takes to compile a 30-minute music set and go and do it and the amount of rehearsal takes so much more than doing an open mic or any other comedy show. And sure. it's more destructive, I think, overall. It's more destructive to to do music? Yeah, I think so. I do. I think so. Um why? Why is it why is music worse for the world? It's the same I think that you can take away all the booze and all the drugs. I think that's a wash. But the just like the amount of literal lugging of gear around the places is more taxing on your body. The amount of travel, if you're actually traveling with a band, is worse than traveling solo. Um, the times are worse. You could, and in most American major cities, you can go up on a comedy stage anywhere between like 7 p.m. and 2 a.m., right? And for music, it's usually later, and you have to be there sometimes for the entire show with sound checking. So it's, it's more demanding of... It's just more demanding. Does that make sense? So, do you think that musicians are less happy than comedians? No, I think they're happier. For sure. After you said they have, they, they can't control the, their time slots and they have to lug gear and they gotta do all this extra shit, you still think musicians are a happier, uh, sect of human than, than stand-up comics? Oh, 100%. Yes, 100%. I think anyone well, then, that's drawn more to group activities is usually happier than anyone that's group that's drawn to more solo activities like stand up versus a band or something like that. So do you think that solo artists are less happy than people in bands? Yeah. So when Bruce Springsteen does shows by himself, he's less happy than when he's got the E Street band. One hundred percent, yes. It's, it makes sense. That I mean, uh, on on the Bruce level, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and I'm not. But even if it's harder to keep the relationships. Oh, for sure. sure. I completely agree. I completely agree. But I have yet to meet a drummer that's as sad as like most any stand-up I've ever met. Yeah, but that's because drummers are not the smartest. Agreed. That's what every band has. Yeah. So every band has a dumb drummer who's nice. <laughs> Therefore, drummers versus already... bass players. Who's who's uh, happier? Drummers, probably. You think that is a uh, a ratio to how smart you think they are? <laughs> yeah, I do. Rude. That's very rude. I hope it is. It's meant to be. <laughs> it's supposed to be rude. If you, yeah, you, I think that, I mean, hard to, hard to know. I think a bass player can be made quite happy, um, with, you know, just, just laying into a a good old fashioned groove. I guess that works for for drummers too. I know I'm being an asshole here and legitimately every drummer I've played with other than one is like a really smart, nice guy. (laughs) One of them just (laughs) Yeah, but there's, there's rock and roll cliches that you just have to stick with. They've been around for decades. Here we go. But the dumbest guy I've ever played with happened to be a drummer as well. You know what I mean? So. Sure. There you go. It's both. 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's and you know what? They can they can handle the the light ribbing. It's fine. It's just jokes. Yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, drummers, it's fine. We love you. <laughs> Do we? Like you like you love a puppy that is kind of stupid, you know? No, I don't agree because I've never tried to like <laughs> see anybody hide drugs on a puppy. Mm, okay. We've never snuck alcohol li- into a venue via a puppy. You live your life. <laughs> yeah, drummers are... Uh, anyways, yeah, I think comedy's the status, but the enjoyment level... Yeah, the, I think the enjoyment level, too, for playing in a band or playing live music in general is higher than stand-up. Tell me this. Uh, I think these are two very high on the charts for um, most frequent suicide. Uh, drummers versus dentists. Who's happier? Or sorry, not drummers. Uh, stand-up comics versus dentists. I genuinely do not know how to answer that question, and I feel like it's unfair. And I'm very. Not. <laughs> I don't think that's unfair. I don't know. Den- dentists you know? are they? They're not real. They they feel like they're not real doctors. They have an sure, inferiority sure. complex. They they have to be salesmen to to keep themselves afloat. They're always trying to sell you shit. It's like you're selling merch for a stand-up comic. It's the same thing. I've only known two dentists, and one of them is, like, one of the nicest, smartest people, and one of them is a guy that clearly could not have been a doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've done, so it's the same with the drummers. Like, some of the drummers I know, um, other than one, are really nice and smart, and one of them is the dumbest guy I've ever met. So, yeah, maybe, maybe, more dentists. Maybe, maybe, maybe dentists and drummers are more, like, than comics and dentists. That's what I'm going with this. I, I'll accept that. Drummers and dentists, uh, on the same level of, uh, I don't know, intelligence, uh, happiness quotient. Those are the two of the deep, so we got dentists, drive-ins, and drummers? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd watch it. Yeah, okay. As long as you yeah, I'd watch, watch that. That's really all I care. I'd watch that crap. <laughs> I'd watch that crapola. That's a fun word. Yeah, you ever just turn on the TV and go, this is a bunch of crapola, and then you just sit there and you keep watching it all the time. I'm going to start doing that. Hey, did you, see the, did you see the Mexican alien? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> what? What, a... <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Dude, what are they thinking? <laughs> what, the... <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So shitty looking. <laughs> Crazy looking. <laughs> say that, and then just pass out a bunch of flyers <laughs> of the aliens are real. Look at this uh, piece of fucking like uh, like a art class, pottery class from a high school. <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> this is the worst looking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I love it. I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm just glad aliens are real. <laughs> and that's proof. This is it. Yeah, what a fun time. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that bit to stage where I just go, get a load of this. Okay. Anyway, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye.